Yo, Katie, tell them what they're about to listen to. Welcome, guys, to another episode of The O. Today, we have another interesting conversation. This time is with an entrepreneur by the name Gloria Ocelli. She has a book that's come out called Wake Up Your Inner Boss. And I think it's a book everyone needs to get, especially if you're an aspiring entrepreneur. What is a story? Well, how do you go from 90 pounds to a seven-figure portfolio in just a few years? That's a story. I think this chat is going to inspire everyone. If you're, you know, boy, girl, man, woman, you'd definitely be inspired. So without further ado, here is my conversation with the amazing Gloria Ocelli. Thank you for having me on your, on your show. Yes, It's a yes. pleasure. Yeah. Likewise, likewise. I'm looking forward to understanding what makes this woman that is speaking into this microphone tick because it's not easy to grow a seven-figure business portfolio with just 90 pounds so uh, i hope you'll be generous enough to explain to us how that happened and as well as um i know you're a mom as well and 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 a wife so again it's like in the past episodes i've had a lot of um, women especially single mothers ask how you know oh oh, you don't have enough women on the podcast i'm like okay hold on calm down we shall get some so i'm happy that you're here and i know you're gonna really inspire a lot of people yes so let's let's get into this let's get into this um so first of all i want to ask you a question now this question um take your time it might be a very tricky one to answer but let's let's see how you can tackle this which of the three is easier being a mother a wife or being a businesswoman? <laughs> That's a really very tricky question. Actually, none of these roles are easy. Okay. But the good bit is that one can handle the three roles at a go. Okay. You see, these roles can both simultaneously intersect each other and one can just learn to navigate them. Okay. I don't really know what to say when people ask me how do you do it i think the question to be asked is how do you make it work okay actually i give myself permission to have the sink full of dishes till the next day mm-hmm. to leave the laundry till the next week <laughs> okay honestly honestly <laughs> so the best way to go about this three is to be flexible yeah lower your expectation and laugh at yourself sometimes. To be honest, no such thing is called, I hear people say work-life balance all the time. Yeah. But for me, I I would advocate for work-life harmony. Okay. Yes, because there's always an ebb and flow to my relationships Yeah. and my obligations to my family, my business as an entrepreneur, not yeah. to mention my friends, my community and myself. So yeah. uh, I think we have to just work together and okay. run those three roles. Yeah. So what's interesting about work-life harmony is this. For me, the way I see it is like, okay, you could st- you could say, and, and again, one thing you said, which is very, very intriguing is, you, you know, you can leave the laundry till next week and all that. It I think it takes an understanding partner because some guys will be like, oh, you know, you're making all this money, but you're not sorting out the house. So I think there's, yeah. there's, there's something to be said about the man you're with as well. So I think that's one thing. But in terms of the harmony, say, for example, you have you have a partner that's not that understanding. 
like, you know, there's some women that would say they want to grow a business, but they don't have a partner that's understanding or their situation. It's not just yeah. like that. How do you encourage such people to have that harmony? Well, um, I think it takes wisdom to do that. Okay. And patience as well. Mm. At some point, your partner would not maybe understand what's going on mm. or don't get it. Mm. But as time goes on, mm. you can be able to like keep explaining yourself, keep expressing yourself, yeah, keep trying to to talk more, yeah, and hoping that your partner listens mm. and understands with you. Mm. Mm. So it could take some time and it could take some patience, but you'll get there. Yeah. Just remain, just keep the focus and have that positive mindset. Yeah, I think it takes a certain kind of person to even walk that journey as well. So yeah. that that's that's the thing. And speaking about journey, you have a very interesting journey, which we're going to really dive into uh, for the next minutes, few minutes. But before we go further, let's let's talk about Top Zilly. I love the name Top Zilly. How did you come about that name? Because it sounds, it sounds really, you know, <laughs> it sounds funky. So, so talk to us about Topzilly. When I did you start? It just, yeah. uh, it just, it just clicked one day. Honestly, okay. I had like fifteen different names. Okay. But all I wanted to to reflect was I'm trying to get to the top, okay. and then I got. Um, a text message from my friend saying after the conversation and she said thanks a zillion so I was kind of like mm, I could mm. add top and zilly okay and all of a sudden it just clicked and I just keep saying top zilly top zilly what do you think top zilly and everybody says oh it sounds really nice yeah so that was how I just came up with a name I like it. Top Zilly. And I like the, the Zillions part. I've never heard that part before. Zilly. Yeah, so Top Zilly. Zilly. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. So, uh, so, so tell, tell the audience about Top Zilly. What do you guys do? And um, yeah, and, and most importantly, what, why did you start the business? Okay. I think I will take the first part of the question. Okay. Yeah. Top Zilly officially started in 2017. So that's where we are five years in business now. Five years, yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Topsilly is a global online store that offers mm. products at reasonable prices. Okay. Topsilly was inspired by the various strip stores we have in the country. Mm. So we have established ourselves as a reputable, quality, and reliable company that is able to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the best online budget retailers. Okay. So we stand ahead of our competition for not just... Um, giving affordable prices, mm. but also provide the high street trend. Okay. So our principle is simple. Product quality, mm. customer satisfaction is the most important factor which enables us to focus on providing a simple yet exciting shopping experience. Yeah. But over the years, we've been really fortunate to build excellent relationships with uh, manufacturers worldwide who are okay. able to offer us high street stock at reasonable mm. prices. Mm. So that is about top selling. But how did I come about top selling? 
actually, this was better from my quest to have a better life. Okay. Make better choices and make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. I saw a gap in the market while shopping online for my daughter's stuff. Mm. I usually go buy clothing, shoes, maybe um, school supplies online. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I thought to myself, if I, as a parent, is doing this, yeah. other parents as well are going to be doing this. Mm -hmm. So as you are aware, the world is as fast evolving. Most people prefer to shop online for yeah. their goods and services rather than going into the shops as it saves a lot of time. Mm. So one can just easily browse through different online shops and e-commerce stores to select whatever they want within the shortest possible time. You can see what Amazon is doing already. Mm -hmm. So within 24 hours, you've got your, your products yeah. right at your doorstep. Mm. So shopping online significantly saves one a lot of stress. Mm. When you are online, there is no fear of bumping into the crowd or having to join a long queue before purchasing. And so you prefer you, you definitely prefer so, the online experience than the uh, yes, yeah, the online store. experience. Yes, yeah. and also there are other benefits as well, like um, having to be able to make choices. Mm -hmm. You've got loads and loads of variety. I think mm -hmm. last week my husband was trying to purchase something on Amazon and. Mm. He went on and on and on. I said, just buy one. Is it <laughs> too many options? I'm lost for choices. Too many choices. <laughs> yeah. So that is what the shopping, the online shopping experience is providing. And mm -hmm. um, easier access to goods, send goods to distant places. I remember just recently, my sister-in-law sent me a box of uh, assorted cakes. Yeah. And she sent it miles and miles and miles away. And within two days, I got this box of assorted cakes. Yeah. That is the magic the online shopping provides. Yeah. So I saw the need and just got into the game. You know, you know what's interesting about what you're saying is many women would go online and men and men would go online and buy stuff. And they would never in a million years think about setting up an online uh, retail business. Never. So there's obviously a lot more to you. And, um, and I think that's that's something that I, I I want the audience to even tap into because mm. people see opportunities every single day, but they don't. It, 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 something needs to switch on, and I think yeah. most times it starts from you know like very early in our lives. You know, like there's a popular saying about your background is a your true reflection of your background in every shape or form. So let's yeah. let's dig back into your early years so we can get a clear idea who this woman is because. You just went online and you're like, I'm going to start a business. And then fast forward five years later, you're doing very well. So, so let's, let's, let's get your background. Let's talk about your early years. Um, where, where were you born and what was it like growing up? <laughs> well, I was raised in one of the cosmopolitan cities in southern part of Nigeria called Wari. Overall, okay. yeah, overall, I had a good childhood. Mm. I was blessed with a loving mom and dad. I had the opportunity to, to play with my friends outdoor quite mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. I not ran like, not out. like these days. Not no, like no, 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 <laughs> no. I ran days. out when it's raining. I play hide and seek. I draw circles in the sun. So <laughs> much fun. I yeah. had so, so much fun. But growing up, I looked up to my mom as my mentor. Okay. She opened my eyes to the world of entrepreneurship. 
She mm. acquired a range of small businesses over the years while growing up from selling logs of wood and building materials for wow. the property development industry to selling organic foods to individual vendors, mm. clothing item in a local shop. I think from what I can recall, she was always looking out for business opportunities. Mm. So I just copied my mom. How old were you when she was doing all this? Like how old? From as 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 long as I can remember. Really? Yes. So like so you're like four or five years. Yes. Your mom was already in, wow, okay. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. She has never worked for anyone anyway all her wow. life. So she always like after one venture another, after one. So I saw her. So I just watched and saw her. So that was how I started my small ventures, like selling ice lollies, baking pies, making <laughs> handmade Christmas cards, wow. which I really, really enjoyed. And how old were you when you were doing this? Ah, I think I was around seven. 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 I can, yeah, I can remember specifically um, the Christmas seven. cards. Yeah, I was wow. seven. Seven, yeah. Wow. I think I made my ice lollies when I was six, around there, five, six. So how did uh, you how did you even discover the recipe to make the ice lolly? Because I, I I can imagine then uh, growing then up in Nigeria was, that you yeah, never see the recipes. How did you there was no YouTube. There was no, YouTube, no Google. There was nothing of that nature. So yeah. I just had to ask questions. How do I make it? What do I need? How do I get it done? Because I enjoyed ice lollies at school, but I was just trying to figure this thing out. So I just kept asking questions until I got all the recipes together. Who, who, who are you asking? Who are you asking? I asked my mom. Uh-huh. I asked my aunties. <laughs> I asked my friends. So I just got bits and bits and bits of information from everyone and yeah. then I put them together and gave it a go. Nice. And it came out really, really nice. Really I bet. Nice. Yeah. So so now now I'm getting a clearer picture. Okay, so 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 please go go on. So um yeah, then then you doing the Ash Lollies, the Christmas cards. This is when you're about between the ages of seven and yes, ten. Okay. Yes. And uh, I carried on with my ventures when I got into university. Wow. Uh, at university, I started a typing and scribing business. Okay. For final year students who were trying to get their tests done. Hmm. So I typed the projects um, and I get paid for the services. Hmm. And then I also opened a phone booth. Then we had no mobile phones like the way it's now really popular. Everybody has a mobile phone now. But mm. the back then, not everybody could afford a mobile phone. So I thought mm. to myself, you know what? I could open a mobile phone booth at school. I got a space uh, which I paid for. And wow. then I started the mobile phone um business so students just pop into the boat make calls home and mm. request whatever or check up on their parents and and then i mm. make some money as well so mm. Mm. <laughs> so so i'm assuming that the mobile phone booth obviously there was a need you uh, you you yes. fulfill that need likewise the yes. scri- the yeah. type type in business and also i'm assuming when you were younger the ice lolly 
Yeah. That was that was a need because I you know I'm sure the kids would would love ice cream and everything. There, of so. course, and we had this humid weather. Yes. Everybody wanted a nice lolly. Yes, yes, yeah. it was very hot. So yeah. Okay, now the pattern I'm seeing now is you were from very young. You had a mom who was very enterprising, and all of a sudden yeah. that was something that you modeled. I mean, obviously it's there in your blood, but you also had something like a blueprint. And at any point you saw a need, you jumped on it. Did, did you, because your book says waking up your inner boss. At what point do you think that inner, because the inner boss is you're taking charge of your life. You're, you're, you're dictating things on your own term and executing yeah. on your own term yeah. and all that. And you're mm-hmm. quite inquisitive. You're asking questions about the lollipop. I said lollipop, the ice lolly. At what time did you think your inner boss got got awakened? Or is it like you said, just from the very beginning? I think it, it was kind of like there. Um, uh-huh. Like growing up, but when I relocated to the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. I think my inner boss just went to sleep. Why was that? Um, I think I had quite a lot of challenges when I relocated to the UK. Okay. Um, I had um, system barriers. I didn't mm. know what to do, how to go about it. I didn't mm. get who to tell me how to go about doing what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I was kind of a bit distracted because I needed a job as soon as possible to make ends meet. So of course, of course. At the end of the day, I just my inner boss just went to sleep completely. And while trying to get a professional job. I had quite a lot of rejections and that really killed um, the little bit I had in left. I just lost confidence in myself. I I thought maybe I wasn't good enough and mm. stuff like that going through my head and then I just went to sleep. Mm. So, so that's the thing. So, okay, I want to try and link up the timelines a bit more. So mm-hmm. obviously, eight, seven to university days this is yeah. almost what like 12 years or something i reckon you know maybe even maybe more than that so from yeah. seven till about your early 20s and yeah. then you came here I, I, do you remember the age you got into england yes i came into the country 29 years of age 29 years of age okay yeah. so you, you had a roughly i'd say 22 years of you know um do-it-yourself entrepreneurship you were learning yeah, and yeah. all that and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you came here How, and everything you, you, changed everything changed everything changed and you came yeah. you came married you came i came married you came married okay yeah, i came married so young family you come in and all yes. of a sudden things are not where you think yeah, should I, had, be. I also had a baby to look after so everything oh. all inclusive as well oh did you did you did you birth the baby here or yes okay yeah. And yeah. is it when you just arrived, you just gave birth? I think when, when I arrived um, about, let me see, three months later. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. So now so. I'm getting a picture. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so everything so. <laughs> all happening at the same time. And wow. Yeah. So uh, that that's interesting. So you come, because obviously I also came in my 20s, so I can understand how it is. And uh, did you, you, you come in, to study and all of a sudden you're, you're with a husband, you get a baby and you're someone that you like doing things under your own terms, but you're in a different yes. country, the rules are different. 
can uh-huh. be very, very, very difficult. Very daunting, yeah. Yeah. Um, so take me through that whole experience because you're obviously a natural, you're obviously an entrepreneur, someone that has been spent, you spent over 20 years in trying to do all sorts of businesses, looking after yourself. But now you're here in a country where it promotes the, it promotes the government, the idea of a government looking after its citizen. And did you ever feel tempted to say, you know what, this business thing, I'm always used to forget it. I can always, let me just, you know, jump onto the system and do things the way they do it here. Forget entrepreneurship. Was it ever uh, a thing for you to consider? Uh, I don't think, no, I, I never thought that way. Okay. I think that the, the biggest challenge I had was I didn't understand the system. I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know how to start a business. I didn't know anything. Uh, uh. So I think I was stuck there. But okay. the other distractions actually contributed to it. Like having a baby. Yeah. Um, trying to get a professional job because I trained as a, as a an analyst, a data analyst while I was in Nigeria. Okay. So I thought I could just, uh, it's going to be easy for me to just transfer my skills. Mm. And getting here, I was told, oh, sorry, you don't have work, UK work experience. Yeah, the almighty UK work experience. Yes. So uh, that really oh, boy. like killed my confidence. Yeah. I just had to settle for less and mm. just make do with what I can find Yeah, and just carry on with life. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so you're here now, and all of a sudden, things are not the way you seem. I, I can imagine you have a child. Um, things would not be that easy in terms of, you know, it's not, it's not the first. Like some women, you, you, I hear stories of women saying, you know what, the child was priority, and I had to stop my life in quote, you know, mm-hmm. and then just carry on doing what is safest. You know, you sacrifice a, a huge part of your ambitions, your career ambitions, or your commercial endeavors, and all that. Um, yeah. So I, I reckon you were somewhere in that space mentally, um, uh, right? Yeah, I just, I think I just wanted a better life for my family. Okay. I think I just wanted to do all I can to just make it better. So, so at what point then? Because you, you were, you were, so you came in as a data analyst. You came studying. And then you, what happened? What did you study? What did, what were you studying here? No, I didn't study here. No, I mean, when you, when you came over, when you came here. When were, I came here, yes. Yeah. When I came here, mm-hmm. I, I managed to get a job through a friend. There's a care assistant role. Okay. Looking after the elderly. Okay. So I did that for about three years while trying to manage my child Okay. Yeah. So I did that for three, three and a half years, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I think it's time to add more value to my to my life instead of just settling for this. Yeah. So I applied to the University of Stirling. Uh huh. That's got, that's what I was yeah. trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. Yeah, Keep I going, got. Yeah. Um, I was given a place to study nursing. Okay. So which I also went ahead to study. Okay. Yeah, so in between my studies, then that guilt consciousness came back again to say, you're not there for your child, you're hardly at home. Mm. 
and all those guilt talk came mm. back again to me. And then I said, what do I do? I need mm. to like change things again because mm. this is actually not working for me. Well, what wasn't working for you? The fact that you saw you were studying. You, I mean, cause yeah, I, know- I was studying and mm. I was hardly there for my daughter. Okay. Yeah, I was always on a 12-hour shift. Right. Okay, you're working as yeah. well, like a placement. Yeah, I was, okay. yeah, I was doing my placement. I was in the hospital working 37 and a half hours a week. Mm. I was studying, writing essays here and there. Yeah. I had a part-time job to keep over the weekend. So oh, wow. okay. I hardly saw my child. Mm. So and obviously, the husband time, is working as yeah, well, isn't it? Yeah. At the same time, I was struggling financially. Things mm. was not the way I planned. This is not how I planned my life to go. Mm. Mm. So I needed to do something else. Yeah. So when did the transition happen? Because this is where Topzili is coming. I can see Topzili in the horizon. It's slowly yes. rising up. Yes. So how did this, what, what, what happened? I think... Um, I had a difficult shift on that day mm-hmm. and um, I went to to the dining area to have my lunch and okay. while I was at while I was at the dining table I just started thinking about my past ventures how I pulled through the challenges how I made it work for myself how I made it happen I just mm. it just you know it just Everything just kept coming fresh to me. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, I, I don't think this nursing is working for me. Uh-huh. Because nursing is kind of like you are placed in this rigid system uh-huh. where you cannot explore your creativity. You are told what to do. You have to do it that way. This is how it is done. Uh-huh. And not just that. I'm still going to struggle financially. Uh. I'm still going to keep 12-hour shifts. Uh. I'm still going to have sore back and sore waist and sore legs. Uh. And then I'm not there for my child. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, you just have to do something about this. So it was just going through my head. And I asked myself a question. What are you good at? Uh. I said, I'm good at selling. Uh. So I said, you know what? I just need to go and figure out how to sell online. Uh. So that was how um, that came to light. Was this, so when this things happened, did you, um, was this, before you went online to buy things for your daughter or was all these things happening all simultaneously? All these were have, happening simultaneously. I have been okay. doing this while mm. I had my child. I buy things online. Everything mm. I do, I do them online most of the time. Even my shopping, I do online. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I could sell online. I so, so how did you? how did you know? Because, I mean, going back to the nursing team, because obviously... Some nurses do, um, you know, agency contract. But I think for you, it was not even that. It was more just to make more money anyway. But it was more you wanted ownership of your time. Yes. And you wanted you wanted 
you didn't want a ceiling on your yes on your earning power, isn't it? Exactly. So that's that's exactly. the businesswoman in you talking, yeah. isn't it? Now yeah. you you um you your bindings online. How did you know? I mean, this might be this this you know some people might be interested in this one. Um, how did you know you were going to be able to make decent money buying online? Because there are a lot there are a lot of people selling stuff on eBay, Amazon. So how did you know that compared to you know, having a professional job that you could make a bit of money if you contract. Why? Why selling online? Uh, I'm a risk taker as a person. So uh-huh. I thought to give it a go. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily wanting to, I oh, I, I've got this all in. I've seen somebody Figured that makes out, money yeah. online. No. But I know I'm good at selling. I can sell just basically anything. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, this is, this is what I enjoy doing. This is what I know I can be good at. Yes. So I just decided to give it a go and see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to add to the listeners, this is a woman that has over 20 years experience from age, what, four or five or seven selling things. So she's very confident at this day. Like, you know what, I've got this. So, cause I know some people might be listening like, Oh, wow. Okay. Can I do that? (laughs) But yeah, you've you've been selling since you were a baby, so you're used to the idea of selling. You probably even have a little formula at the back your back pocket on how to sell things. So yeah, so it's it's exciting to hear. So please go on. So you decided that the online business was the way to go. Then how yeah. did you? A how did you? Because I'm assuming you're still you finished your course, or you're you're about to finish your course. About to finish. Okay. About and to finish. Yeah. Was that when you started the business? No, I started okay. business halfway while oh. at yeah while at Nursing School. Okay. So I started halfway, and while at Nursing School, I started. I, I really don't want to go through how I started with ninety pounds, but uh, no, that's that days... that would be exciting to hear. <laughs> Did you just flip flip the ninety quid and it became boom hundred thousand? Uh, it, it was uh, it was really really tough on us at that time. It was wow. tough, really tough. But, so yeah, yeah. So um, I noticed while the business was going on and on, I uh-huh. was just selling not 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 substantial amounts, just yeah. you know, small bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. Well, I noticed when. I was on holidays. Mm. The business just goes boom. When you're on holidays, how, how do you mean? Yes. Like when you when, when you are not holidays, schooling? Yeah, why are not schooling when we are on holidays? Maybe you go for Christmas holidays or yeah, um, yeah or summer holidays. So we have mm. we've got break, maybe mm-hmm. a month break, mm-hmm. and the business just goes boom. Wow. Okay. So that just signaled to me that if you put in everything into this you can make it a success so that gave me a little boost okay yeah okay so while you're schooling you're doing the business on the side and then every time you had a break you were on the business 247 every day was, yeah. was it like was it like a seven days a week like seven days a week seven days, a week, days wow. a week yeah because i was kind of like everything i mm. was the photographer i was the lista <laughs> I was the one packing passes. Wow. I was the one sourcing. So it was all in one. So I was working nonstop. Wow. 
Yeah. So you're going to school, coming back, doing all of that. All of and that. And obviously, yeah. there's no way you have time for your child. Let's, let's face that. That's, that Honestly, seems like almost impossible. No almost impossible. But but so now going back to the thought about, okay, so I guess with this, you saw like, okay, you know what? I wouldn't do this. It's not going to be forever. But like with a nursing bit, you, you felt like if you get in, that would be life. That's like yes. a life. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this was like, um, you're, you know, get the pain now and get the gain later. Yeah. Um, so at this stage, you were juggling both. And then you saw that, look, anytime I took a break, I was making more. I want to to step back a few more maybe months 90 pounds because people are going to look at your book and say 90 pounds give us a snapshot of that moment where 90 jumped to i don't know a bigger figure what was <laughs> what was that 90 pounds investment what was that initial investment or... yeah 90 pounds at that point hmm. where i decided to start a business hmm. i had no money Okay. I had no money because I was living off my credit cards at that point. Wow. wow. And I and I promised myself not to take any more credits. Mm. So I thought to myself, what do I do next? How do I raise money? Where do I get money from? Yeah. And then I thought to myself to sell the things I've got in my house. Mm. So my daughter's clothes, she has outgrown mm. her shoes. Um, my husband had a, is it the Xbox console? Wow. Yeah. Mm. And I put them on eBay and Gumtree. Yeah. And that was how I raised the 90 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And and where did you go from the 90? So when you got that money, then... So when I got the 90 pounds... I looked for a supplier online. Mm. I just went on Google, looked mm. for a supplier online. After researching eBay, I just checked what was selling, what was I familiar with, what product do I do I sell. Mm. So I just looked through categories on eBay, and I came up with looking for men's tie because those are things I'm familiar with. Okay, um, tooth bags. Yeah. Um, disposable tooth bags and um, wallets. Yeah. So I just picked some some items and I mm. thought to look for online suppliers. Wow. So that was how I discovered a supplier who supplied me tooth bags. Wow. So I spent £90 buying tooth bags and I think they went for 50p each mm. when I purchased them. Mm. So I ordered 182 bags. Wow. And I put them on the market for 6.99 each. Okay. And that was how I started selling. Nice, nice, nice. Well, yeah. <clears throat> if people want to learn more, they're definitely going to get the book. <laughs> definitely. I'm not going to give everything away just yet. <laughs> no, of course, of course. So so that's interesting. So you went in now. Did the business take off? Like, was that consistent? Did you see consistent growth? Was it no, period no, where... no, 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 no. Just after, I think I sold a couple of two bags and sales just completely stopped. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I sold nothing for two months. Wow. 
So okay. at that time, I was considering, are you sure this this thing works? A knock on your, on your confidence, uh, your 20-year experience. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> and then I dropped my prices down and I sold nothing. Wow. But why? Why did you think that happened? I think at that point, that was the wrong season to sell those bags. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it was winter. Oh, right. And nobody wanted to buy um, disposable tooth bags. I think they were really good during the summer time. Yeah. yeah. But not in the winter. But at that time, I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about what should I put in the market at what time. Or I just dived in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a challenging time for me because I had very little, and now the little I had, I'm struggling to to make sales. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, obviously, it definitely picked up at some point. So, hey, yeah. what kept you going? What kept you going throughout this whole period of you know, um, I, I won't call it a downward spiral, but what just kept yeah. you going during this low time? Uh, during this low time, I just told myself, you just have to make this work. You you are not giving this up because I already know how I'm going to end us and us. Mm. So mm. I didn't like what I was saying. Sure. So, yeah. So I just had to tell myself, you just have to make this work. Mm. And I just kept going. It was mm. hard. I mm. must tell mm. you, it was hard. Mm. Mm. No, I can imagine. So, I mean, I'm sure there are different tricks and techniques you use along the way to to make things turn around. And I'm an advocate for people to paying for this kind of knowledge. And definitely, I won't press to get to that point. But one thing I would ask is, um, how long did it take before your business had this turnaround into, you know, consistent success? I think it's took about let me see 17 months 17 months wow so yeah. you were persistent for 17 months wow. yes yes wow, 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 wow. Yeah. and were you still schooling at this time or this whole 17 months or were you out of school at I some was, point I, I was i think i was close to rounding up okay yeah i was close to rounding up mm-hmm. and yeah and I was hit with the challenge as well. At that point, well, I, I finished my nursing. Mm. And things were still not looking pretty good at all. Sure. At all, sure. yeah. Mm. So I just told myself, it's either you're here or you're there. But yeah. at that point, uh, everybody I told was like, are, are, you, are you joking? You, must, sure. you, it doesn't, you don't sound intelligent. <laughs> so how would you say you want to leave your nursing and do this that we don't even see any success yeah. in it yeah. because at that point it wasn't evident at all yeah so but I just had that 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 fit that little fit in me that I can make it work if I put in everything into it and and this faith you had is it because of your 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 background like have you have you gone through similar challenges obviously knowing this skill you've got a child yeah. you know so have you gone through challenges where you set up businesses when you're younger and then things were not happening quickly and you're like you just stayed the course was this something you're used to i think yes o- over the years yeah I, I think i yes i just you know i would call it a positive mindset okay yeah, I would use that mm. word, positive mindset. 
Mm. I had that positive, I developed that positive mindset because while growing up, I was faced with challenges here and there. I lost my dad while I was really young. And then I was faced with these obstacles, how to make this work, how to and support my mom, how to raise my siblings, everything. And so I needed positive mindset to make this work for me. Were you the, were you the oldest sibling? Yes, I was the eldest. Oh, okay. And, and your, yeah. your dad died very young. Like how old was, was, were you when your dad died? died? Your dad died? Uh, I think I was. I was 20. 20, okay. So 20. you had to raise yeah. your younger siblings. Yeah. So it's... It, I'm getting a clear picture now. So obviously you're used to ch- challenges. You're used to... I'm used to challenges, yeah. Yeah, and you've obviously been very independent. So this wasn't... It was a shock in a way, but you kind of like said, you know what, I could do this. You, you, you've you had... You are tested. You're battle tested, if I can use the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right word. But how was your husband in this situation? How was he... How did he react to this whole thing? To be honest, my husband always supported me right from the start, right okay. from the start. Yeah, mm. He keeps telling me, I, I'm sure you can do this because we met at university. So he he saw how I handled my businesses in school. So it wasn't new to him oh, as well. Oh, you mean uh, back, back in Nigeria? Yeah. Okay. So okay. he was right there. Mm. So he saw me pulling through. Okay. Okay. So he knew what I was made up of. <laughs> but I myself forgot what I was made up of. Yeah. So he kept like constantly reminding me, encouraging yeah. me. So, yeah. Mm. It's interesting. So, I mean, I know specifically what dra- what drove you into the, I mean, into the income. As you said it yourself, like you saw, you're not really um, excited about the prospect of, of the, the, the profession you're being trained for. Yeah. But, what do you think really drives you? So, because obviously you were not in a nursing school back in Nigeria, you were, what really drives you as a business person? I think what drives me is um, creativity and exploring. I love exploring. Mm, mm. So I, I don't like kind of like putting myself in a box and that was what nothing was trying to do to me. Just put Mm. me in a box and Mm. just close me up. Mm. So I, I am the kind of person who wants to explore mm. and create things and make things that does not exist as though they were. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's me as a person. Yeah, that's interesting because there's, there's an article on Forbes that I read a while back and they said, it's a guy that wrote it, so I can't remember his name. There were, there were a few things he wrote about entrepreneurs and he says, um, he studied so many entrepreneurs and um, I think the guy's name is uh, Martin. Anyway, I'll put it on the show, show notes. Anyway, he says some entrepreneurs, they love to make a difference in the world. Some of mm-hmm. them, they like like to find personal meaning from building a business. That's what you kind of like said. Some exactly. of them find, yeah, mm-hmm. some of them find the satisfaction of doing something great, uh, you know, and then some just, uh, just, they just help others achieve their goals. Yeah. Now, I realize in my studies, people that help others achieve their goals as entrepreneurs tend to do it in different forms, in books. And I'm assuming that's why I've written a book at the moment, yeah. which is um, it's titled Wake Up Your Inner Boss. Obviously, I'm assuming it's going to have every single thing you've said here and more. Yes, but, more. But, yeah. But one thing I would like you to talk about, um, if you may, is 
why did you think this was the right time for you to to write this book? Because you you obviously you're on a journey, yeah. and um and there's a lot more that can happen. But why did you think this was the time for it? Well, I had a long conversation with my friend Eloho. I think okay. that was in May 2020. Yeah, and she made me realize how much of a story I had and have not shared. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought to myself, I think Elo is right. Yeah. And this was cemented in my heart at that instant. So you've got something, you need to share it. Mm. I knew it was my my mission to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs, but I didn't know it would come in form of a book. So I decided to just take the challenge. Mm. And that was how I came out or the book about the book yeah so in in writing a book there's so many things you on earth like you know different moments in your life and everything what is that part of the book that when you wrote it you was like you're like man i can't believe <laughs> i can't believe i pulled i went through this or i can't believe this is me like do you know mm-hmm. what i mean because sometimes we forget things we've been through until we start to put pen to paper so yeah, what is that? Yeah. You, can you highlight maybe one or two moments, or one if if you can, in the book that you felt this was this was something that was so special? I think um, it was towards the end of the book. I think that okay. should be in uh, if I can remember chapter 10, 11, 12. Hmm. I think around there, and I was just writing the lines of how. I have managed to turn 90 pounds to seven-figure numbers mm-hmm. over a short period of time. So we're looking at five years, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of like, I I didn't believe I was there already. You mm. know, when it, it's kind of like it's, it's not real, but it's mm. real, mm. you know? Mm. So I was grateful at that point. I was grateful. Mm. And just thinking about it and reading through those lines. Yeah. And yeah. it's really got me emotional um, trying to read those lines. And the tears uh, poured out like a fountain. Yes. Washing away the yes. ink on the page. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an emotional read. I mean, I can't, I can't wait for people to read the book. Because, <laughs> so the, the one, one thing that strikes me listening to everything you've said is pretty much how... Your background is your background. A lot of people have probably have similar backgrounds as you've described, but there's more to it. There's something in you that has kept you going. And also, you know, you, you, you had a partner that was encouraging and all of that. Now, um, what are the three things you think? Because I don't want to assume, I, I'd, I'd love you to say, because now you've written a book, you've probably had time to think about it. What are those three things you think have been very instrumental to your su- success as a businesswoman? Or, um, or four, if you may, or two, whatever. <laughs> but just a few things. I would say my focus. Okay. Being focused, being consistent. Consistency, Okay. Yeah, and positive mindset. Mm-hmm. And I had a really good support system, my mm. husband. Yeah. And my 
client friends who also run e-commerce business. So, mm. but they are really, really few, really mm. few. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, that's interesting. Okay, so those those are I mean those that's the recipe for success and team. It's like a team, you know. You've got a team that's rooting for you. Yes. Uh, you know, it's not stuff you can do on your own, and, and that's the no, thing. No, 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 not, no, it? no. Yeah. And at what time did you realize that you needed people to? Because some people are not. They they feel you know. Are you a control freak? Do you are you someone that micromanages or? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I don't micromanage. I think, okay. um, yeah, my first, my, my, I think my third venture when yeah. I was seven about the mm. Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first I was taught the Christmas cards in class. Okay. I designed my Christmas cards. Unfortunately, okay. what I produced was rubbish. Because oh, you're terrible at art. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the guy next to me who sat next to me in class, yeah. he was really, really good with um, designing Christmas cards. So I told him, you know what? We can go into partnership. Oh, wow. At seven? Yes. Nice. I told him, You'd, I'll give you the materials. I'll bring the cardboards. I'll bring all the pens that you need. You'll design these cards. I'll sell and then after I had negotiation, oh, wow. decided to make it 60-40. <laughs> wow. So seven-year-old so, in yeah. business, your little business room uh-huh. meeting, board so, meeting. <laughs> uh-huh. So at that point, I saw the magic and teamwork. Nice. And also where, while I was at uni, yeah. while running my typing and scribing business, it got to a point where I had too much tax. And mm-hmm. now it was affecting my studies. Mm. So I had to employ the locals oh, wow. to support me to to, mm. to do the job and complete the tax. Oh, wow. And then wow. again, I saw the power of teamwork. Nice. So I think I'm used to, I understand the power of teamwork. So I really didn't struggle. And I, why the, the business was at its early stage Mm. My husband was also there yes. as my team member. Yeah. In, in the evenings, we pack passes together. Yeah. On his way to work, he takes them in the car, drops them off at the post office. Amazing. Those, you know, those bits and pieces for me. So just doing those tasks really like helped me mm. focus on the other tasks. But mm. when we grew the business to a point where we knew, oh, we can't handle this anymore. Yeah. We got in more staff. More staff. Right, yeah. right, right. And okay. this year, we're also looking at employing more. More because people. Because we need more hands, yeah. Okay, no, I'll put your, I'll put your handle after, on, the, on the notes so people can start sending their CVs. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. that would be nice of you. Uh, that would be good. That's good. <laughs> Well, Gloria, it's been it's been great, man. Like, there's so much stuff we could talk about. You're definitely going to come back for another for another session. Um, oh, wow, that's it, nice. It, you're definitely going to come back because there's so much. I'm I'm sure a lot of people are, are going to have a lot of questions for you, but I do have some other questions for you now. Before we go into this section, I call it the quick fire section. I want to ask you one final question. Okay. What are you working on next? And just to double barrel the question, what's the future like for Gloria and Top Zilly? 
Um, at the moment, I think Gloria Topsilly, we're, we're going to be really busy this year. Okay. Um, at the moment, Topsilly, we are creating new branded product lines. Okay. Yeah, at the moment, we've done about five new product lines mm. with our own brand. Nice. So, so top we are going zilly. to do yeah, we're going to do more products. So we are looking at thirty new lines this new year. Okay. And um re- just recently Top Zilly also acquired a new business. So we bought over a new business, which is a lingerie business. Oh wow, nice. So we are working on adding new inventories, we're working on the website, we're working yeah. on marketing, branding. So we are going to be really, really busy. Mm. And for Gloria as a person, I'm also involved in coaching. Okay. So at the moment, we've got I've got some students lined up. So um, I think in February, March. Yeah. Um, that's that session will be over, and they will take new intakes. So I am going to be really, really busy this new year. That's great, man. This Thank is you. a woman that came into the country and she was like, oh, I've got a baby. And then she did care work and then she went to the school and she somehow sold everything and got 90 pounds and flipped it and flipped it and flipped it over 17 months. And the business is yeah. not, do, not doing too bad, I would say. Um, so your, your, your seven-figure business portfolio, what is it spread? What, what, what does it entail? Um, it entails Topsley, yeah, and yeah, what Topsley owns. It entails um, my, our property portfolio as well. Yeah. So we are into property investing. Yeah. So it's all um, all adds up. Okay, and your coaching yeah. would your coaching cover property and e-commerce or no? At the moment, really. I'm just focusing on e-commerce. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, look, I'm going to put your handle on the show notes so people can reach out to you because I know a lot of people would have questions to ask you. So um, let's go on to the less exciting section of the podcast, which is the quick fire section. Now, the rule for this section is you you spend no more than five seconds thinking of an answer. Oh, <laughs> right? That's why it's called the quick fire section. You know, uh-huh. but before I say that, it's very wild what you said about your story because it's like, especially when you're seven, thinking about um, the the Christmas cards because obviously it's Christmas. Kids love cards and stuff like that, and you're thinking about it. And you sat down, had your little boardroom meeting with this artist, and said, "Look, we need to partner up." So um, it's I'm sure I'm sure young people would be inspired by such situations because that's that's a gift in itself, and you're a gifted person. Yeah. So. That's something um, I'd, I'd love to tell you. So um, hopefully, as we go into the quickfire section, um, there'll be some other questions that will unearth even more about you. So it's not over yet. The first question, <laughs> the first question that we're going to find out more uh-huh. about you is, what is your favorite word? I would say lovely. Lovely. It okay. has, yeah, it has a very nice pronunciation with my Scottish accent. So lovely. I would say lovely. <laughs> lovely. lovely. <laughs> like that. Okay. So uh-huh. what if, if you swear a curse, what is your favorite curse word? I would say bloody. 
Blood. All right. Okay. All right. That's that's fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, what was the last music you listened to? Uh, that was Keys from the Rules by Sue. Oh, wow. Classic, classic, yeah. classic, classic, classic. Yeah. classic. Yeah. All right. What was the last book you read? And don't say it's your book. Don't say it's your book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can I say think the last book. book I read was the Bible this morning. The Bible. What chapter? Yeah. I think I'm going through a challenge at the moment to read the whole Bible for the, for the oh, year. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I'm reading Matthew, Matthew, Matthew okay. 16. I'm reading Job and I'm reading Psalms. So we just, they just give me beats by beats. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. What are you terrible at? Ironing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, you can always delegate that. Um, <laughs> what are you great at? Organizing. Right. Who was the last person you had a coffee, drink or meal with that inspired you and why? Um, I would say my husband. Okay. And why and did had, he inspire you? I think we, we, we kind of like, we always chat as friends. Mm. So during meal times, there's always an interesting topic to talk about. Mm. 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 That's so amazing. he really inspires me. He gets me thinking. Nice. And sometimes we challenge ourselves as well. Yes, yes. I can imagine what the conversation will be like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, who is that one person you admire or respect that you'd like to have a coffee or brick bread with and why? It can be living or dead. Okay. I think I will go for two people. I don't okay. know how I'm going to do that. But mm. I will choose um, Opera Winfrey. Okay. Yeah, to go out um, for dinner or coffee with because she really, really inspires me. Just recently, mm. I've been watching her shows on YouTube. Ah, uh, the, the old ones uh, or, the, or the new the ones? The old ones, the new ones, all everything mixed together. Okay. And she has really, really inspired me. Mm. So I would like to ask her loads of questions, like who inspired her, mm. what motivated her to do what she did. Mm. And like Oprah Winfrey, I try to put myself in other people's shoes. Sure. So sure. that's what's called empathy. So I really uh. want to ask her loads and loads of questions. Mm. Um, but for that, I would say Martin Luther King. Oh, why? I would I would like to go and have coffee with Martin Luther King because mm. at this time we are going through a pandemic. Mm. You can see police brutality. You can see people going against each other. Mm-hmm. It's really bad right now. Hmm. So, Dr. King, I know this is not your dream. It is not what <laughs> you peacefully marched for and what you fought for. Yeah. So, I know sometimes um, things don't go the way we plan. Yeah. So, after coffee, maybe we'll discuss all things he went through and how some of what is going on now is similar. Mm, mm, he would give mm. me some some good advice about how we can try and get more people to come together. Yeah, which yeah. He did during his entire life, so yeah. Oh, yeah, God, was, those questions. 
I can imagine, man. You sound you sound like you're already you're already imagining uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagining if it were possible. You know, here's some you know, it's be you know hold, hold that cup with the Topzilli brand on it, you know. Okay, let's 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 chat. You know. Um okay, so if you have one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> I think that would be mind reading. <laughs> why is that? I want, I'm, I'm curious uh, to why. So you could... Uh... Because I'm a very inquisitive person. Mm. So I really want to know what this person is thinking. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What is in this person's head? Yeah. I really want to know everything. Uh, that's That's... Well, that's that's a that's a trait of a business person as well. Like, just to, <laughs> you know, thinking from first principles. Um, okay, the next question: If a movie were to be made about you, what would a title be? <laughs> no, it's a difficult one. <laughs> yeah, take, I take, think take it time. would be the story of my life. The story of my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like I a know, simple one. Yes, brother. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the life. story of my life. And then I will play the role of the person always trying to do the right thing. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. That, that, that movie needs to be tweaked. They'll probably, you know, like biographies always have people going through. I think they'll probably spend half the film will be when you're younger. Yeah. And then the other half will be when you're older. And then... um. Maybe the the final part will be when you've just you've just launched a book. Yeah, uh, that would be probably how to be made. <laughs> and who would you like to play you? Would, yeah, that's a tricky one. And who would you like to play you? I don't know what to say about this one. It can be. Um, it can be definitely not you. You can't play you. Um, it can be. It can be anyone. It could be a British person, American, an African. You know, could be anyone. I like to play you. You know, I would definitely go for an African. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we got one of the Nigerian actresses or Ghanaian <laughs> actresses or. <laughs> ah, oh, I think uh, maybe. I don't know if you know Sandra Achims. Sandra Achims. Okay, I'm sure people can look her up. So you reckon, you, you reckon she would uh, nail the part of Gloria? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sandra Achims. Hopefully she hears this. Um, and finally, and take your time with this one. What would you like the world to remember you for? Mm. Wow. Never. I've never thought about this. Mm. I think I would love to be remembered as someone who really tried to love others as myself mm. okay. and tried to leave the world a better place. Mm. I believe mm. in, in kindness and I know kindness can change lives, heal wounds, yeah. and most certainly help others. Mm. So, but I want to be remembered not just as someone who is kind, compassionate, and help others. I want to actually be someone who is kind, compassionate, and help others. Right. Whether right, I right. remembered for it or not. Yeah. 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 So you're not doing it for posterity. You're doing it because that's what you want to do. And if you yeah. people remember it for it, it's you yeah, know, it is what it is. It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Well. 
amazing time chatting with you. Um, I've learned a lot and I'm sure a lot of people will be inspired by this. So um, thank you for your time and I'll definitely get you on for another episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, I hope you enjoy that episode. My conversation with Gloria Chelly. It was quite interesting. Um, What I keep taking away from most of these conversations I have with these amazing people is consistency. Whatever we do, as long as we're consistent, then we will see we will see some results. It may take a long time, and for some people, it might just be quick. Some people just have a bit more luck than others, isn't it? But I think the most important thing is just being consistent. And speaking of consistency, I'd love to thank every single one of you that's been consistently listening and giving me feedback on this podcast. Really appreciate you guys. And I'll keep doing my best to bring to you guys very interesting conversations and people that hopefully you'd find inspiring as much as I have. Until next time, this has been The Old.